0: Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Westworld Season 2, Episode 8, it's called Kiksuya, so full spoilers for the episode as always, Uh, and we are a couple of days late this week, Uh, we did warn you last week, Connor was away for a couple of days, that is why we're late, we'll be back to our usual time uh, with Episode 9, but here we are. So I wasn't sure what to expect from this. Right, okay because' well, because no, we've been speculating so much about what the ghost Nation really are and I keeps I up've seen them a few times we, we got them out of the makeup and stuff and the flashback the the, the previous reminded us of that and just just on that oh. note the, the they've been
1: really stylish with the previous ones the last like three maybe four episodes they mm. changed the style instead of just extended sequences you know like it usually is um with you know the dialogue and all it's just quick flashes of oh these are the key moments you remember them
0: yeah, uh, they've, they've not been as traditional, I suppose. That's how you'd put it. But So, we get an episode that is largely subtitled. Uh, it's in yeah. the native language, for for the majority of it. Because uh, it, it does focus on him, and it basically is from the perspective of he is talking to Maeve's daughter. After the incidents of last episode, we see that he shows up, Man in Black's crawling. You know, he's on his deathbed, he's just kind of lying there dying. And Keechda comes in, Takes him back to the camp, and Maeve's daughter is there. And then he sits down and he tells Maeve's daughter all this stuff. And that's basically the the rest of the episode is him telling this stuff, and we get all the flashbacks.
1: Yeah, this this might be a slightly shorter discussion than usual because this is one of the most focused episodes. Yeah, the only ever. other
0: thing we see at all is Maeve herself uh, being operated on. And I want to give them credit here; they actually did a really neat transition because. With the se- eye. No, I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking filmmaking. I was thinking just thematically. We, it, we meet Maeve's daughter and then we go from Maeve's daughter to Maeve. It was a very kind of transitional thing and it just it flowed really well through what characters we were looking at. Uh, and of course, the big twist at the end though, uh, or twist, reveal, uh, is that Akish does not actually talking to Maeve's daughter through the episode. Not really. That's who he's looking at, that's who he's speaking to. But he's actually speaking to Maeve directly. Because we find out at the end, Maeve is still in contact through the Mesh Network with someone, with some yeah. host. And it's and obviously, I as we learn throughout. He's quite aware of a lot of things. He clearly is understanding this, and he's talking directly to her uh, through her door. Yeah, it makes sense.
1: He says "you" at one point, and you go, uh, you know, yeah. referring to Maeve," and
0: you're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, there's, there's teases throughout the episode before we actually get to the moment, but yeah. it's, it's there throughout and. Um, another little touch as well you might notice is that he switches to English occasionally. and Whenever he does that, he seems to actually be talking to the daughter specifically because she wouldn't understand the uh, the native yeah. language. Whereas Maeve, as we've seen, has accessed all of her language banks. She's got everything going. She, she can yeah. understand everyone. I, I thought it was
1: really as well because
0: we got the...
1: Uh, I don't think we'd realise this was even possible through the, the Mesh Network until this episode because it was uh, when uh, Charlotte says, you know, oh, you know, she can see through their eyes. And you know, and you're like, oh, okay, so that's how this has happened. She's literally like in her head, almost, so to yeah. speak. Yeah,
0: and it makes sense uh, that she would try and stay connected with her daughter. Like she cared so much that yeah. that's all she's maybe been thinking about since you know she left her. Is that she's just trying to keep in touch with her? If that makes sense. Mm. Uh, so it makes sense. There's a strong bond there, uh, and I catch that, because this episode goes into a lot of things, a lot, a lot of little mysteries in season one, which. Weren't like the focus of season one. They were there, and we've even—I don't even think we've spoken about them much. Because I think and I remember when um, we first saw the Man in Black. That flashback with Maeve, where he comes through the door, uh, and we got all the glimpses. And I'd actually forgotten about the the the, the flashback at one point where she goes outside and we see the, the the maze. The big maze was in the in the ground. Yeah. Right. And obviously, we ended season one with Man in Black finally getting his hands like you know dig up at the grave, and this is the little maze, and he's like. What the hell is this? What what, hmm. what would they do with this? And I think I remember saying at the time that that would probably be more meaningful later on. But at the time you we were with him and like yeah, it's just like a toy maze. Like there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing to do with this. What's going on? Um. And this this episode is what gives it importance, right? Because obviously we get the backstory with the Keister. And I think that's really neat. But what I'm really getting at here is that everything, like all those bits with with Maeve and the daughter and the flashbacks, which we've been getting since like near the start of the show. All have way more context within the the, the mythology of the show now. Uh, Akista might actually be one of the best characters in the show after this episode.
1: Yeah, it, it's funny you say. Oh, you know, all those all those flashbacks we keep getting. Yeah, it's mostly been one scene that we keep getting, or one day that we keep getting slight little variations and expansions upon. Pretty, pretty much, but we've seen it so many times. We have seen yeah. it a lot, yeah. But I just wanted to mention, you know, it was really
0: just that one moment that we keep seeing so much yeah but we did see versions where the ghost station were coming towards the house as well and you yeah. know, we've seen the Man in Black come in what I love about this is that we know Man in Black was searching for this maze throughout the first season that was what he was obsessed with so yeah. it's now very clear that's what got him to that house because he saw yes. the symbol that's why he went in, that's why he was there so that's okay, right, I understand why because other than that scene there has been nothing from him that shows any interest in Maeve no, we've seen him be vicious at times, but it's always been with a
1: with a, a purpose. It's always been, he's not yeah. been doing it just for the sake of it. It's always been because he thinks it will help him get his, his his goal or you know find the maze, whatever it was he was doing at the time.
0: And the other thing, obviously, that was there with this maze stuff was that it was drawn in lots of places, specifically inside the scalps of some of the the hosts, which we we're, yeah. <laughs> were finding out. And that was part of what was you know driving the man in black is you know he was finding it in the scalps. It was like, oh, this this means something. And I think what's funny about it, what I love about this, is he, you know, got to the end of the season, he finds this toy. He almost dismisses it, basically, from that point. At least from what we've seen, there's been no, like... Like, now he's on to Ford's game, right? He's on what Ford's set up for him. In fact, hell, we thought in season one that Ford did set this up for him. The whole maze thing was Ford's, like, crazy game. For a to, long time, be, we did, yeah. yeah. Um, we generally did, and it turns out that's not the case. And what I love about it is we find out that What he was looking for in the maze is also what he wanted all along. It's a host became self aware, and it was the host's obsession with this just the symbol of the maze. And obviously, it's very thematic for the show because we've talked a lot about how it's the maze in your mind and you know, Dolores, you know, finding herself and all the rest of it. You know, we've had a lot of thematic things with the maze, but the idea that a host became obsessed when he saw the maze and started remembering his past slaves a long, long time ago. This was, you know, back when Arnold died.
1: That's it, because we got bits of this in last season where with Arnold, you know, trying to explain the maze to Dolores. Yeah. And being like... And, and she just couldn't grasp it. She didn't understand what the point of it was. And, you know, so that's what the... You know, even in season one, that maze toy had meaning, you know, within that, in season one, because it was like, okay... That was representative of the,
0: the the maze of consciousness. Yes, but there was but, no emotional meaning behind it. No, no, there wasn't. And that, that I mean, if it had meaning in season one, it is minuscule compared to what it has now, where it represents his, like, awakening, his self-awareness, his... Like, the idea that he even becomes obsessed with it, the idea that he's, like, recognising that some of his other, like, you know, family members are being swapped out with other hosts. Yeah. Um... And they swap him out as well uh, because he's become obsessed and he's, he's carving things into right. scalps and whatnot. Well,
1: well listen, see, this is the difference, because obviously the maze before was Arnold's plan for consciousness, right? You know, you have to go through the maze to become conscious. And, you know, Ford kind of threw that out and tried his own method. And, you know, he, he kind of, you know, he says as much in this, it's like, oh, no, no, that was meant to be forgotten. That was an old method that didn't pan out. Or
0: so they both thought. So they both thought. And obviously by the time Ford died, he knew this because we have a scene where he, he meets Akechda, but we'll get to that later. We've, yep. we've got a lot stuff to work through, but I just I think it's fascinating to me that all of a sudden this, I think this is way more interesting what they've done with this maze than I think I could have seen anything else coming. The idea that it was abandoned, but just someone, a host just found it and just it, be, it became something to them. It meant something yep. to them. Um, and... That sort of drive to he was, um, so and because he started like carving things into like you know, the 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 animals that they were capturing to he he had like the, a wife, a love of his life. They they took him out and reset him, um, and like okay, they wanted you know make him scary, you know, so the, so the guests are like feel better about killing him and stuff like that. You know, there's a little bit of meta yeah, satire in there. and we, and we there. still
1: know how early this is because at that point they are talking about, like, oh, no, for the for the grand opening.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're we're still pre uh, main opening. And so that's when he becomes, you know, the the face paint, the body paint, all that stuff. That's when he becomes that version of him. And we see that he's with his tribe. He does all these, these various things. But he still has, like, he's... It's when he sees... Because um, cause we see that he's going through things and he does question things. Because we, we ran into Logan, actually. It was when Logan was left behind by William last season in the flashback. Uh, and we, we see, like, he, he recognises him. And he even has, like, a a moment where he's like, he can tell that there's people he can't hurt. Like he knows that those people are off limits. He's kind of becoming aware of that. He mentions that in his in his narration. Uh, but it's when he sees his like his wife or his his, his girl. I don't know if they're technically married, but you know the, the woman that he loves. And that's when it sort of becomes clear. He remembers his past life as as he calls it, yeah. uh, which is very interesting. Because and even before we got to like the 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 more direct connections with Maeve and her daughter, right away I went. Oh, this is like Maeve. Like Maeve started to remember this stuff. That, that yeah. this is a very similar journey. This just happened a long time ago, and all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, all my theories about the ghost station being like, oh, Ford like had them like designed differently to like protect people. I'm like, oh, okay, that's all at the window. This is not what this is at all. No, no,
1: this is this is they've been free or awake, whatever term you want to use,
0: aware for as long as we've been seeing the show. And the beautiful thing about it is that, you know, ultimately we, we get all this stuff and we get that time passes. Cause at one point, it's after he actually goes and like steals his wife back and then kind of reminds her. Because he actually like, you know he says his little phrase to her about, uh, you know, take my heart with you, take mine in, in its place. That little exchange. And that kind of wakes her up.
1: I think it's interesting that that seems to be like a trigger phrase for them. In the same way that for Dol- Dolores and Maeve, it was, uh, you know, these violent delights have violent ends. Mm. That was a trigger phrase. Uh, it seems to be a similar thing, just you know, it is not the same phrase, which I thought was interesting. It's just something that they have to fixate on and remember.
0: And there's some obviously some time passing, and we actually get this confirmed. Um, after this, because he he actually takes her out to the edge, because he's because he, before he even goes for her, he actually he discovers this what he calls the door, right? Um, and I'm, assu- I'm assuming this is the place it's going to be the valley beyond, you know, beyond that we, 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 we keep so, talking yeah. about, right? Uh, but it's in construction when he first sees it. And then he goes goes and steals his wife. He brings her out here. And obviously, the, the, this, all the ground's been filled in, right? It's like, oh, we'll, we'll find it again. But I'm presuming it's because it's all been built on top of now. and you know, yeah, it's, underground. it's all It's the ground. And it's okay, right, so that's fine. We're dealing with these ideas. But he, he he goes away, he comes back, and he sees her being taken away by some lab techs. they just people who work in the park and it's when he goes back to his old family to get her again and i knew what was going to happen here. It's like yeah
1: he, he even says it's fine you know i'll, I'll go back to, to to home and they'll have replaced her yeah they'll put yeah, her back we'll where her she back.
0: is yeah but pardon me bless you always comes him. into us right uh, it's, but no so sure enough she's been replaced to someone else but he notices that oh, the mother of the, the the tribe is like noticing this as well. Like she's like starting to feel like hey, people are being replaced because even that her son at one point is replaced. Yeah, and they refer to them as ghosts. Yeah, you know, ghost station. Yeah. <laughs> nice stuff. Uh, and it's actually something that uh, she says to him uh, that it makes him realize that the only way to maybe get back to her because because actually, what I loved about this because she mentions um the idea of like the myth of the people from below who come and take us right. Mm-hmm. I remember way back early in season one, we theorised about this, about how there might, like, we talked about how the hosts, if they see things here or there and remember small bits and pieces about the missions the and going underground to the lab and all that, that it would become all this, this, this almost like boogeyman story, this myth. Yeah, right? this, this horror mythology. And this is essentially what, what this is here for her. She's actually talking about, like, oh, yeah, the men from below. She first to it as hell, I think. Um, but, like, you And I'm like, oh, we talked about this last season. That got me really excited. And that's when he realises, kind of like Maeve did, oh, I know how to get get to her now. I'm going to get killed. So he lets himself die. And we find out, A, he's a badass. He's went 10 years without being killed because he's still on, because, like, oh, he's on Alpha 2.0, point whatever. And it's like, what? That's 10 years old.
1: Yeah. And, you know, because he made a point of saying that he he kept himself alive so that he remember. Because uh, he didn't want to be wiped. Uh, and, you know, so we'd seen this montage of, you know, all these dangerous situations and him just, you know, yeah. getting out of them because he's awesome.
0: And I-, I love that. I love the idea that, like, the other, like, hosts, like, they die so often that it's never even a concern. So, like, oh, well, just next time they come in from death, we'll just. That's well, yeah, because
1: some of them it'll be on their narrative to actually be killed. Others,
0: yeah. you know, the, the the guests will just shoot them. I think there's a nice there's a little uh, bit of commentary here, I think, as well. The idea that the Native Americans are forgotten and almost like not not like well, I, I think neglected really as much is, as or neglected know, compared to everyone else.
1: Yeah, I, I know some people have have had some problems with representation in this show. You know, the idea that they've been ignored. And I feel that's kind of been the point because the whole Westworld in itself is a power fantasy, right? It's for these, you know, oh here's here's the rich white dudes to come in and you know just do what they want. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to me that that's why it's like that. But here it's saying no, he was first. Like he was the first one to go through this to become self. Yeah, he's the first one
0: who woke up. Yeah, and I, I think what's interesting that is because he wasn't being reset constantly. It's because he was left to just ponder life a bit more for longer than yeah. any other hosts get Which to
1: arguably can make you know uh maven dolores all the more impressive that they managed to do it through
0: all the resets um especially it, dolores i guess it's just different paths to the same outcome it's, yeah. it's more, more than i'd say uh arguably um, we know they're more advanced or at least they were now, No. That's true. you know yeah. whereas he did it when he was you know I mean, he might be just as advanced now if he's been in a couple of times, but, you know, but that's the thing. So, he, 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 you know, he's in the lab. Some technicians we've never seen, because obviously this is still 20 years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, these people are all old now. Uh, but, you know, they like, okay, wait, we're updating. Then they leave the room, and I'm like, he's going to get up. He's just going to hes just gonna open his eyes and, you know, walk, walk around. Yeah. Uh, and that's when, from the trailer, the heart-shaped box cover starts playing. As soon as he starts moving, I was like, "Yes, this is so good." No, we, I like. We knew it was going to be in an episode at some point,
1: and I like that they left it this long because you'd almost forgotten about it, right? You know, in the first mm. couple of episodes, you were going, "Oh, is it going to be in this one?" Because it was you know, fresh in your mind, but here it's been
0: so long that it it, it pops up and it surprised me. It's good. As, the way it started, as soon as it started moving, it was like a bit. in. But it, it's, it's such a recognisable song that it, all it took was like two notes to like it's that yeah. you know I knew what it was and, and he walks and I love that the security so that's because they just don't expect this to happen that no one's looking for it so he just he walks he sort down he goes downstairs he ends up at the you know the what did they call it I forgot what they call it but the, the, where all the, the dormant hosts yeah, are whole the hall of bodies yes and he comes in and he's looking around and he's going to see her he's going to see her and he goes up and he's putting her ha- his hands on her face and he's like crying he's like but she's not responding and it's like and he has this great bit of narration here. It's some of the best dialogue in the episode. I thought this was a very beautiful written episode, actually. And this is kind of why he's almost the most human character in the show, actually. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. he 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 has this thing where he's, he's about to you know do whatever, and he says, "No way! I realise that this my pain is kind of selfish. This isn't just about me. Everyone in this world, you know, because he keeps referring to it as this world is wrong." And you know, there's other worlds in this world again, very reminiscent to to Dolores and what she's been saying. Yeah, I mean, again, a different phrasing, but the same overall sentiment. Yes, and he makes the choice to go back to his chair, sit back down, and pretend that he's you know, back to updating. And you know, he goes back in the park and. We and this is obviously throughout all this. We see that at one point he did almost die, and in that ten-year period where he was going to die, it was actually Maeve's daughter who like showed him some kindness. You know, mm. without you know knowing what she was doing, really. Um, in fact, probably one of the the sort of this the, the equally sweet but creepy from Maeve's point of view as a parent is when you know we see some of the scenes with her and her daughter in the, the house, and she's got the little doll, and she's like, oh what's that symbol, and she's like oh, the, the ghost man uh, uh, said we shouldn't do this, but he's going to keep an eye on, he's going to keep watching over us, and Maeve just looks terrified. <laughs> like, See, it's funny, because I, I feel like she, she might almost
1: think it's like an imaginary friend, right?
0: Oh, sure, sure,
1: yeah. That, that, that's the way I was You know, if a kid says to you, to, uh, oh, yeah, no, the, the ghost man says that.
0: She... It, it was She had evidence on her hand, though, so I I felt like it was more like a scary, like, uh, who's going to keep watching over Maybe. us? Maybe. I feel like kids could have just... A symbol, right? Just. I mean, she could have, but like we know, she didn't.
1: No, we know she didn't. But I feel like, to to a parent, I don't feel like that's that terrifying a sentence.
0: Maeve looked concerned in the scene. I'm not just no, she my did. Own stuff, but right. I, I don't, th-
1: I don't quite get that. There's what the one of the few reactions that didn't quite play for me. It sounded like, unless Maeve had already seen him around her. But I don't think she had.
0: I think you're you, you're. <sighs> You're not taking into account the the era and the, the, the setting she's in and how dangerous the world is. I feel, I feel like you're you kind of you're you're taking like modern day sensibilities and applying. No, it to I get this that, world. but
1: it's the way, the way she says the, the ghost man. It's it's because it doesn't sound like an actual person, right? Even then, what if she's heard of the ghost station? Oh, maybe then. That's, I mean, that's different, I suppose.
0: I feel this is a weird thing to argue with me on. I don't know, it was just a, a feeling I oh, had. It fair enough. It just, it just played weird for me in that in the scene. Maybe, uh, I, maybe I'm just, you know, misreading it. Oh, no, I don't like that scene. And, you know, and it looks intimidating when he draws the symbol outside. To Maeve, it looks intimidating, like, why is he doing this? But what he's really trying to do, as we find out as it goes on, is he's actually trying to give them the gift of waking up. He wants yeah. them to become self-aware, and it does make it, because... Last season, we said, "Oh, Ford initiated Maeve's thing. Like Ford's behind that somehow." You know, her slow realization, and then because what we've been saying all season is that the moment she actually became like awake and self-aware was when she chose to get off the train and come back. Right, that was something we said in the finale and in a fair chunk this season. And I'm not convinced anymore. I'm all. I'm wondering, did Akista like inspire the the awakening?
1: For a long time. Yeah, for a long time, the the moment that you know before the train, where okay, no, that was somewhere because you know we. It was only earlier that episode or late like the episode before where we'd got the reveal that she was actually on a script the whole time, yeah. right? When but when she'd seemingly been going through this journey of you know dying and you know finding the evidence, the thing that set her off seemingly was Dolores saying you know, these violent delights. That's what seemed to be the turning point then. But did that only work because? the maze was already in her mind, because, yeah, you know, she'd already seen it.
0: Yeah, it's already been building from, you know, what what it seems like years of him, like, sort of leaving these hints and trying to protect them. and. Yeah,
1: well, she'd, she'd been the madam for a while by the time we found, by the time we saw her first in season one.
0: Yeah, but I know, but this is 20
1: years, like, he's
0: been yeah. doing no, this. No, no, so...
1: yes, yeah, but I don't you know, th- I don't think this example is 20 years ago, right? What example? Uh, this particular time where she saw her outside the house.
0: I don't think there's any specified time we can actually deem from it. What I'm saying is is even if she's been the madam for ten years, that's still an all ten years before that yeah. potentially of him trying to wake her up. I think it's no, been more yeah. than that. I feel like she's been the madam for like five or something like that, and it was like fifteen of like being at the ranch.
1: With no, sorry, she's kinda been there
0: a crazy long time because it was, you know,
1: man in black that 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 killed her. Exactly, so she can't have been the madam for too long
0: because no. he still had Harris. Yeah, exactly. So like maybe a decade, right? Yeah, at most. But potentially only a couple of years.
1: Potentially, yeah.
0: So yeah, so so we find that he's been he's been trying to wake them up all this time, and obviously as we get to the end of the episode and they realise, you know, back at the base, uh, it's also worth mentioning. Sizemore's kind of like emotional, like you don't deserve this scene with Maeve. Yeah, that
1: was fantastic. You know, because we spoke uh, last time about how he was starting to come around on Maeve. You know, yeah. he, he he tried to give her the special treatment, and he kind of betrayed her by bringing in the soldiers you know instead of just running to help a couple of episodes ago
0: and i think he feels guilty i think you don't deserve this like kind of is wrapped up in his guilt by doing that even though it's said he's asked i mean you know
1: <laughs> yeah definitely and and i think he feels like that was still probably the right thing for him to do at the
0: time because even when he points out what she can do to the others like they just read her code and like oh i was just analyze her code we don't really care no, if she no, survives
1: she, he's seeing her as a person
0: yeah and so that, that's that's because even says you deserve to be with your daughter. It's very interesting. But when when they eventually sort of put it together, because she's talking to, someone who she's talking to, and then it becomes clear that you know, I keep just talking to her through through her daughter, and we end with the, the, the same line, which has a whole new meaning when like you know like it's like hey, take care of my daughter for me. Like, you know, you take my heart in, instead in place of mine. Like it has a whole different context and meaning in this the end of the episode. Um, but it's fascinating. Obviously, the other thing we have to talk about is the fact that uh, Grace shows up and takes her. T- takes the man in black. It's like yes. it's like, oh, we don't want to kill him, but he deserves to like suffer for for everything he's done. And yeah, she's death
1: like, is a an
0: escape. It's too easy for him. Yeah, um, but she's acknowledging that he's not like them. That you know, once he's dead, he's no, dead. no, it is. Um, and then Grace is like, I know I want the same thing. Mine's will be much yeah. more painful. Trust me. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> what Grace is planning. Nice. I like how about black does that he was safe, and he's just lying there. He's like, he knows he's in trouble because he ditched her. He ditched her at the, yeah. the campfire. It's, it's like, like ah, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. She's she's gonna. I've already been shot like five times, but you know, now I've got something else to worry about. Uh no, this is a fantastic episode. I I think this and um, the the Dallas one. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, those are the two standout episodes of the season so far. It
1: is, and interestingly, they're the most focused episodes. They you know, are the, the most the, focused episodes. You know, this yeah, one, barring the, the little bit with with Sizemore, it's it's no. This is one story.
0: Yeah, um, and even even that though, like that is connected. Like especially it is when, we, connected, when yeah. we put it together at the end, it's all been one story. Like that's who he's it talking is. to. I just mean it feels separate in the episode,
1: thematically linked, sure, because it's Maeve and then her daughter, but it feels like a different story until you get to the end
0: until you get to the end but once you do get to the end it becomes like no this entire time she was the other side of that conversation um and obviously i mean i expect her to survive because she's mave but yeah i was thinking you know she's like oh no at the end they're like oh
1: she's talking she's who's she activating you know what who's she talking Mm. to and obviously we're seeing the conversation but i think there's maybe more going on that um uh, you know what was in my head is from the you know from the trailer. The you know one of the images, the most striking piece of imagery that they used the, right at the start was the the bison charging through the hallways.
0: Do you think she's going to take control of a bison? I think oh, yeah. We,
1: we we've we've seen him <laughs> a couple of times, just kind of sitting around. I feel like you know they she sets some loose, charges them through the hallways to to you know
0: make the escape. I can see her doing that when she wants to escape. I, I don't know if, we're, if she's doing that right now, given she's lying there on her deathbed. No, uh, I've, I've, i mean she may be doing something else sneakily but i kind of, i can't I, I take this one at face value i think there's a risk with this show sometimes of over like analyzing it and trying to like that, find no, extra that, things. I, I
1: agree but that, that wasn't intention that it was just that popped yeah. into my head it's like oh what if what if she's gonna get the this is how she's gonna bring in the bison like here yeah. while she's in the base now
0: yeah now i, I love what this done with mave's backstory because It was something they kept alluding to last season, but never really got to in any great fashion. But I'm kind of glad they saved it, because putting it in this context with this story, and I think the other element that adds to to the whole thing is like, Dolores was driven to self-awareness by people, right? Mm. Akichta wasn't, he just did it naturally. And if he also inspired Maeve's transition, the idea that Maeve and Dolores have completely different ways of how they, their, their ideologies and how they handle it, how different they are, it's very interesting to me that Dolores is the one who's gone off the deep end because it was forced by a human being. But Maeve, who might have just been inspired naturally by another host who also naturally became self aware, the idea that it would have fostered in some way in a community. If, let's say we didn't have guests and we didn't reboot them every day and we just left a group of hosts to live their lives, right? Yeah. Would it naturally just happen? Would it naturally over I think time? Not without the spark because that's the maze.
1: The symbol—that's the spark. It still needed something to set him off. I think they could have lived there for thirty years untouched, but without something to trigger it, in the first one, I don't think they get there. I think once one of them's got it, it—you it, it, know—he it, it, you know, goes around, he spreads it, he tries to—you know—spread the message and awaken others.
0: Now, when you say a spark, though, do you mean it has to be a spark from? An outside source that knows what they are, or how do I phrase this? Because the maze was very specifically something from a human being, right? Yes. That, right. Um, I don't necessarily think I agree that there needs to be a spark like that.
1: I, I think it has to be something that they have no comprehension of.
0: Sure. Yes. Um, but I don't like. Part of me, I just, I feel like there's something beautiful to me about the idea that they would eventually become self-aware. Even if they don't even necessarily necessarily realise what they are, but there, there would be like a, a growth to them, like they learn, right? Mm. So they might not realise that, oh, we're not real and this world isn't real. Or maybe they yeah. would, maybe, maybe they go to a certain place, because that's the thing, they, they mentioned at one point that he, no one's meant to get even close to this sector, yet he's road here he's with, there he, he yeah. saw the building
1: works which is kind of a you know a trigger right
0: yeah that's like an, an even bigger trigger you know he's, he started with the maze he becomes obsessed with it and then it you know it spirals from there yeah
1: it, it's those ideas that once they've noticed something they can notice all the other things that they're programmed to just overlook usually
0: yes yeah, it's, it's actually a, a very similar to the truman show in a lot of ways um and he wasn't even a robot but a lot of the, a lot of the rules apply funnily yeah. enough once you notice one thing it was like, Hey, wait a minute, I'm starting to notice lots of things now that don't quite add up. Yeah,
1: once the illusion shattered.
0: Yeah. So I mean no, I mean I, I think I d I don't know if that's something the show will ever like delve into, but I I think there's a an interesting idea that the natural evolution of it that, ha- that happens without trying to prod it or force it is actually got a much I you know, arguably better and more human result than the forced version which is Dolores, which has set her off the deep end into this revenge cycle of of cruelty and you know, and she might eventually get to a better place, you know, through an arc and through, you know, events and mistakes and and whatever Mm. else. But at least right now, we've spoken a lot about how Maeve is very much the Xavier, Dolores is Magneto. Yeah. And I feel like that, there's an interesting comparison there based on how they both got to that point. Especially now we, we have the implication that Maeve's was a natural knock-on effect from another host who got there. Yeah,
1: what what I think is interesting is we've kind of gone through the two schools of thought. Not between Dolores and Maeve, but between you know Arnold and Ford. Mm. You know, Ford's idea is, no, no, it has to be through tragedy. That's why he gives them such you know tragic backstories to motivate them through pain. And he has shown that does work but maybe that is what leaves them wrong, whereas Arnold, his whole thing with the maze is, you know, they'd hear another voice, they would think it was God and eventually it would become their own voice. You know, it, you know, it would be his voice at first
0: and it would be a God. So here... So Maeve's uh, a product of both, but by kind of by accident. Yeah. Because the tragedy with Man in Black and her daughter was not planned but it kind of serves that f- function. Yeah, Exactly.
1: So I think that's what's interesting. She's the she's kind of the child between the worlds. Hmm. So I think she'll be maybe, maybe a, a unifier at the end to 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 come together under.
0: Yeah, it feels impossible to talk about what's going to happen at the end. of we've got three seasons left still.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah. You know, what could be interesting? You know, we we've talked a lot how Dolores kind of has an army going on, right? And Maeve mm. kind of in her own a little ragtag band, but not an army for sure. But now maybe she has the ghost nation at her back
0: yeah yeah she very well mate. and all, all of a sudden like i'm like okay right now i is like one of the most important characters of the show it is yeah all of Definitely a sudden it's, it's like okay right okay now we have this new
1: character i think it, it, it just i wasn't expecting this to be out of out of nowhere the, easily the most emotional episode of the show
0: yes it was by far the most emotional
1: by uh, far and you know it, it was just out of nowhere, I, I wasn't expecting that at this point in the season, being you know, where we were going. I wasn't expecting this detour into the, the psyche of one man.
0: I think him making the choice out of kindness, because of what Maeve's daughter did for him, to try and give them the same thing and pass on his like, awakening. And obviously yeah. It obviously does that for other characters as well. It seems like over time he's maybe convinced more of the, the Ghost Nation that they are what they are. Yeah, I don't know if they're all aware Although they could
1: be, which might explain why they're always doing their own thing, or if they all just kind of follow him. And, you know, a couple of them are, you know, aware at the top, but they kind of trust him to, to lead them. In the same way that, you know, we've been talking about Maeve kind of being the leader and Dolores, that not everyone around them is aware, but they follow them.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's almost like, yeah, the Ghost Nation's just been doing this a lot longer. It's just been kind of. And actually, there was a scene in season one with Ford. And we'll get to the Ford conversation with Keechta in a minute. But there was a scene in season one with Ford. Where he referred to, he like he was talking about. Uh, I can't remember the context of the scene, but I, I vividly remember him saying that he noticed someone else was watching. Right. And now I'm convinced he's talking about the Ghost Nation, because he's talking about how oh we're, you know all eyes are on the park or whatever. But I noticed there was some a third party watching, and I think he's talking about the Ghost Nation. Because when he meets Akista in this one, you know, still. Like, you know, he walks out into the night and there's, there's, the bears frozen, all the other Ghost Nation yeah. are frozen, and he's, you know, he's working away. Because um, that's what you do at night when you, you know, I, I can't sleep. You know what? I'm just going to go and work on some scalps. Why not? <laughs> you know? Um, and Ford's impressed. And, you know, he refers to Dolores. Because at this point, he's already made the choice. He's already got his plan with Dolores. Because he refers to her as the, was it the Deathbringer or whatever? Deathbringer, yeah. yeah. Um, and. You know, a Keech style, you know, he holds his knife out, but it's like this moment. And the acting from both of them here is fantastic. It's, you know, uh, Hopkins, of course, is great. Um, and Zan, you know, I, I think between this season two of Fargo, he is proven himself to be a, a mighty capable actor.
1: No, I think, you know, this a role of this level is why you cast someone like him this season. Because, you know, go, season one, there's definitely no notable actors for Ghost Nation. They were just kind of background, they were here or there, right? Hmm. Whereas now for this, you need someone who can pull this off.
0: Unless he was always there, and we just you know we never focused on him enough I, to I, actually I see him. I don't think he was. He I'll, probably I'll... wasn't. I've, I've, I think I remember him being cast. I, I remember between him being seasons, cast, but yeah, uh, it's the sort of thing where if you told me, I mean, I, I, I don't doubt that he, you know in terms of the show's continuity, I don't doubt he was there though because we never get a good look at any of them to really. The only scene that I think
1: I can distinctly remember where, where now that I know it should have been him was when he was coming to try and warn you know, Maeve and her daughter, and you see mm. him creep past the window. And, and, and we see that here, where he's like, oh, no, I came to try and warn you, but you know, you, you, you mistook it, you, you, you saw the wrong intention. We've definitely seen that before, right?
0: Yeah, actually, that's another thing I really like. I like that line of dialogue uh, where he says it's very easy to... Uh... Phone going off yeah very very easy to you know mistake intentions mistake intentions that was it yeah um yeah. i really like that line um yeah especially since he's a sort of character yes on face value he looks like a scary ghost man who's going to stab you right and, and <laughs> that's we've that presence seen that about him. moment from Maeve's perspective
1: so many times and he's always been terrifying right yeah coming through that that door you know walking past the window it looks like he's stalking his prey but now we're like, no, he was there to try and help. It just completely flipped it, and you know we see it again here as he's telling it, and you know it's it, it, I don't think it's shot any differently. I think it's exactly the same, but just the music over it and you know the the, the context that we now know it plays differently.
0: And it makes me wonder, what other intentions is the, is the show try to tell us that there's other other intentions that we are not seeing clearly that we are misinterpreting?
1: Mm, quite possibly. I mean. I mean, the obvious suspects are you know Ford's intentions.
0: Right? Yeah, that that man is surely didn't I mean, right. we, we we keep guessing what his intention is, and we keep thinking we might have it right. But
1: and I think the other obvious candidate for me is is Charlotte Hale. Okay, what's her real intentions? Yeah, because we know she wants the data that's inside Abernathy, but. Mm-hmm we don't know what she wants it for other than to just give it back to the board, right?
0: Up until now, she just seems like a corporate stooge. And yeah, I, I guess there's a, a curiosity, is there actually more of a personal motivation there? Is there something yeah. else going on? Is there someone she wants to put in a host that she wants to save? Uh, or is she just... Gov- or, uh, or for government? herself, perhaps. Yeah. Is it just company lady 101, and that's who she yeah. is? Yeah, but I'm not sure anymore. Yeah, no, I, they, they could do something with that. Um... It's fascinating when the only scenes of Dolores and Bernard in this episode, or Arnold actually in this case, or uh, when they're lying, there dead <laughs> in the aftermath. Yeah. Which that was the thing when he stumbles into that town. It's like, oh, I know exactly when this is. Like, I know what you yeah. know, this, this is. Back in the past, um, and he, he sees the aftermath of all this, and then when he sees it again, when you know when Ford's died, you know at the end of season one, and he's coming through again, and because he's like, oh, I feel like you'll know what to do when when mm-hmm. when this happens. You know, show them the door, kind of thing. So. Uh, I, I like that as well that ford like recognized what he was doing and said hey you know when when this happens again you know do it you know take yeah. them take them and you know go outside go somewhere else um i, I like that a lot uh, again it does seem to be broadening ford's intentions
1: a bit like you know we, we talked about how at once it was revealed his plan he seemed to be doing this for a noble purpose you, you know shady means but he seemed to be genuinely pushing them towards awareness and wanting them to be alive yeah, and I feel like this conversation does
0: back that up,
1: where he's like, "No, no, no, encourage them, nurture it, go and be free."
0: Yes, and but then of course he took <laughs> yeah.
1: over Bernard, so
0: he did. Would what, what you know he's using Bernard to kill people? So I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a complicated man, that fella. <laughs> complicated. um... I think because it is so like, deeped in shadiness, my, I'm convinced that the ultimate reveal is that it is like a noble intention. Whatever it may be, I'm sure there's more to it than we know right now, but the ultimate is going to be noble, but that's just my instinct. That's just my, you know, it's the, oh, Snape appears to be so seedy and bad, well, he's obviously going to be a hero by the end of the story.
1: Yeah, yeah it's
0: a version of the of the,
1: the, the villain, essentially. But yeah. Yeah, and,
0: and I wouldn't call Ford a villain, but, I mean, some villainous tendencies for sure. Yeah someone got really annoyed at me because I said that after I saw the first Harry Potter movie. And this was before the book's finished coming out. Oh, and well I, before. Yeah. Right? Oh, well before, yeah. And then it was after the seventh book came. And I wasn't reading the books, but I just, you know, I went to my friend and said, hey, so uh, did Snape turn to be good again? She's like, I'm not saying anything. But you just have to wait to see the movie. And I'm like, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. <sighs> no, no spoilers, but I you know that, I'm right. <laughs> I think you're okay on Harry Potter spoilers, to be honest. <laughs> Probably. Um... No, this was is, this is, this is, this is great. I mean, if I have any critiques of the season overall, I'm just like, oh, what's the last two episodes now? What's, how do we wrap this up now in two? Yeah,
1: well, like I said, my, my only critique at this point of this episode that I can give is the placement. It feels like a strange detour at this late in the season, right? Even though it's a phenomenal episode, I feel like, you know, two or three episodes earlier.
0: Um, I'm not sure how you change it, though. Because it, it, you have to have Maeve on her deathbed. You do. Like, given you the do. That, the that, that, that's
1: the but I mean, just the the focus on this this man's history in, and, and you know and his his journey of awareness. It feels like a strange place for it at the moment. Maybe, maybe depending on what the last two do. For me, it just feels a little bit of a weird place for it. I don't think it does for me. Um,
0: I think had it been episode nine, that, or, that would have been worse. Yeah. Or, or obviously ten. But had it been episode nine, I think you'd have an argument. I think I think it's fine.
1: Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, maybe I it's just it's me.
0: I, I feel like you know this would have been like you
1: know six or seven in, it, in my mind.
0: It was so good and it added some heart to to you know the side of the plot that I feel like will be a big, a, a big you know. A, a big asset to the show going forward having this extra element of heart here where i agree yeah. I, I think the show has often been criticized for being a little bit on the cold side you know very, very okay yeah. we're doing all these science fiction things and it's got this mystery to it and there's, okay what's going on but it's like a, an emotion emotional element at the center where you really care about what's happening to the characters and i, I think there's always been some of that there I, I don't think it's been too cold. but this just but adds an extra you know an extra thing to
1: point at and go look there his character is, you know, there's, there's something to attach onto,
0: and I do think Akisha is one of the probably the most sympathetic character now in the entire. Because yeah. William was kind of that in season one, and he obviously was. he's turned, you know, he's become the Man in Black. So there's, there's a, there's a sort of sad tragedy to, to his yeah. story. Um, and, and actually, I, I kind of like the idea though that Akisha became more self-aware over the state of year period at the same time that William became the Man in Black over the same period. It was the no, same. No, it does
1: parallel nicely.
0: Yeah. Uh, counterweight. I, I think what you're
1: saying here is maybe the reason why i would have liked it an episode or two earlier to have this emotional connection for a little bit longer in the season but, you know yeah. i think that speaks to me as i okay i would have you know give, give me a little bit extra time with this connection before whatever happens at the end
0: yeah and even just to go back to parallel history with Maeve, just the idea that he cared about someone and then she was taken away and he had to get back to her you know again there's a lot of there is a lot yeah. of parallels with mave's story it's full of them it's really good stuff Um, And then everything with the maze, making that, like, really have proper meaning. Um, Just the mythology stuff, the idea of the Ghost Nation being who they are now, and, like, that he has been aware before anyone else, before Dolores, before Maeve, he was first.
1: Yeah.
0: It's fascinating. Um, And and even that neatly ties into the idea of them being native, right? Even though their host doesn't really matter, they're just all made up, but, like, the idea that natives were here first. It's a nice
1: symbolic thing, right? Yeah. They were there first. They they were awake first.
0: Yeah. No, it's a nice touch. Uh, so, so no, fantastic episode. Um, yeah, but probably one of the, one of the top three episodes of the show. Probably yeah. I, I think this. I think the Delos one, um, and then probably episode seven last season. Are the other three that mm. are, are the big heavies. Big heavies, but. Uh, that that is us. That that has been Westworld episode eight of season two. So off we'll be back to our usual time this this coming weekend uh Sunday night with episode nine. Uh but uh let us know what you thought of this one in the comments. Point out any other things we, we may have missed connections because with with so much stuff like going through like into like the old timelines and like stuff we saw in season one just you know we might have missed some stuff on there so uh point out that stuff out uh like subscribe all that stuff if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash fuzz tv and get links over there to all the various things we do there's a link to the patreon in the in the description below uh but otherwise that is us. so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got anything vanilla?